guys and welcome to episode 7 of the Loud and Proud podcast. You're probably 100% seeing my face this time. The last two episodes I have not been there due to technical difficulties. No. Uh, but we're here, we're back, we're rocking and I'm going to try harder next time. <laughs> <laughs> you will, you will do better. <laughs> Fuck, man, this is my idea and I'm fucking the whole thing up. Um, but I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Last episode was really cool, talking Download Festival lineup next year and the new Slipknot masks. And uh, look, the beautiful Jazz, he's here, still beautiful. He's still here. He's not been uh, frightened away yet. You know, he's, he's not been fired yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit. If anything, I should be fired. <laughs> Does anyone want to take my place? Anyone? Any takers? The professionalism remains, I've got to say, from the get-go. Look, let's let's just face it, all right? I like to keep it loose. I like to keep it real. If it yeah. fucks up, you know about it. I'm not ashamed. This, these things happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Jazz, what are we talking about today, my friend? Yeah. Um, well, we've talked a hell of a lot about like bands and stuff like that and uh, festivals and you know guitar players and stuff like that. But this time, what we thought we'd do is we'd take it all the way back to the beginning and uh, talk about guitars and all things guitar-related. Yes, all things guitar-related. So, uh, probably the best place to start off is... Ah, uh, shit. Um, what do you reckon? What, what, hmm. First guitars or what made us pick a guitar up? first one has got to be the attraction what made you pick it up okay okay well a lot of you even know this story for me i'll keep it short because you've heard it a bunch of times even you jazz you've heard this um <laughs> my, my good friend chris lamport when i saw him playing uh guitar he was playing the inter sandman riff and and i wanted to make that noise and i would yeah. badger my mum and dad i was like mom dad i want to want to do what chris does <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you know and that's pretty much what made me want to play guitar my good friend just wailing on his guitar through a marshall uh, an ibanez tube screamer making just some seriously just filthy noise i had no idea about tone or anything back then but i just knew that that is what i wanted to do i needed to do that and that for me is where my journey started so nice and sweet short and sweet because you've all heard it before but jazz let us know. Oh, gosh. Give it to us. Your your one's just so simple. It didn't need to be any more than that. It was just, it's just oh, yeah. there it is. It's so simple. My one, okay. Um I was 14 and I didn't have any like hobbies or friends or anything like that and I like extracurricular activities and um I'd done the whole thing of like, you know, in like little school like going to like the after school football club and all that sort of stuff. And none of it yeah. just seemed to stick and everybody seemed to have a thing. Apart from me, because I, I fucking hated sports and, and stuff like that. And uh, one day, my nan, it was weird. She, I think she'd been saving back behind the scenes. She, she got me up on Saturday and she said, right, we're, uh, we're going to go down to the, uh, to the guitar shop. We're going to buy an electric guitar and you're going to have lessons at the place around the corner. Boom. And I was like, oh, okay, am I? Sort of thing. <laughs> and, um, and, and, um, yeah, sure as clockwork. We got ready. We went down to this, like, you know, um, like ropey old guitar shops. Yeah, yeah. It's not even there anymore. It's called Hammer Sound. And um, I think the guy, when we went in, just basically, old guy fell in love with my nan. Um, so like, he was one of the... I'll tell you what, when we bought the thing, he even drove us home. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> yeah, it was. It was in a big box. And we went um, and bought... This, 
Uh, so, like, anybody who's listening on Spotify, obviously you can't see it, but this is my first guitar, Strat knockoff, in true fashion. He, uh, we went in, told, uh, told him what, uh, we were after, and he went, okay, got just the thing for you. Uh, he said, acoustic or electric? I said electric instinctually, without even knowing. And he handed me this, and I went, oh, cool. And he went, oh, you're left-handed. I went, no. He goes, it's the other way around. Oh, okay. <laughs> switch your back. background. And at the moment I picked this up, and it is weird because, like, go, for anybody who's wondering, if you go back on my channel and watch, um, there's a video on there about I played, I've got my first guitar or something like that because I was estranged from this for some years. It was actually my cousin's place. Um, and, like, coming full circle, I cleaned it up, put new strings on it and played it. There's a whole video on there. Um, and, um, and, yeah, so that was it. So then I went for guitar lessons, and like I said, I, I didn't really like music i liked music but nothing that i was that i'm into now um and then i started having my guitar lessons and once my guitars teacher started to show me what you can do with electric guitar i knew i wanted to do it and then a few and then a few weeks later because like as soon as soon as i got it because it came with like an amp a strap a bag a stand all that little thing and again there was a dvd Put the DVD on, and I was I was trying to work it out like uh, the the G chord and stuff like that. Even even before I was having lessons, I was quite hell bent on the idea of it. Um, and then I started having lessons, and as soon as I started having those, a couple of months later as well, heard Metallica for the first time, and that was it. I was sold, and and that is literally how I started playing. As soon as that band ended my life, I knew I wanted to play anyway. Yeah. But as soon as I heard that band at such an early stage as well, because. I was playing and I was having fun learning riffs like uh, Seven Nation Army, Smoke on the Water, all the stuff you learn when you're a beginner, Back in Black, Crazy Train. Um, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. And then when I heard that band, bang, I was like, right, okay, got this. This is mine now. Boom. This is what I want to do. Shit. What a story. The guy at the guitar store had the hots for his nan. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's 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 the bottom line that's the takeaway there <laughs> if you go to a, a ropey guitar shop <laughs> and i tell you what though guys i gotta tell you if, like if there's anybody here slim chance but if there's anybody listening who doesn't play guitar and wants to get into it this yeah with an a, a small amp a bag a strap a dvd picks um extra strings and stuff 90 quid boom so so uh, so a cool addition to this that guitar that jazz has now was actually my first guitar as well but mine was the black one with the white scratch plate um in true me fashion i guess some things just haven't changed over the years everything's black with a white scratch plate um but i remember getting it it was from uh if you're in the uk you may be you may be familiar with a place called argos um, if you're not familiar, it's like a huge, it's like a shop, and it's got a catalog, and you can like buy just like pretty much everything. And uh, that guitar was on there, and I got it for I think Christmas or a birthday or some shit. And I remember getting it, and I was just like, oh, this is so cool. This is, this is so. Co-. I had no idea what to do. I didn't know anything about it. <clears throat> That's when I got my friend Chris to come over and just show me, show me everything that I needed to know. Um, and that's when he also introduced me to Ernie Ball strings. The first, ah, the, there you go. So that started out. Yeah, the first set of guitar yeah. strings that went on that guitar were the Only Ball 10 to 46 regular slinkies, right? Classic green. Pack. And from that day, it's always been Only Ball. But that guitar, I remember, I was fucking, I just loved it. I'd, I'd plug it into that shitty little amp and I would just fucking hit the strings, like not having a clue what to do. 
And uh, to me, that that was fun. And I guess it's kind of like the same now. Like I plug in and I just fucking hit the strings and make loads of noise. Like there's not really any kind of technical shit to what I do. But I remember just sitting there pounding on the strings for hours and hours making horrible noise. My parents sat there just thinking, oh my God. (laughs) But like I was having such a good time. But then like Chris would come over, he'd plug in and he would just start like ripping these leads and these fucking insane fucking widdly diddly Zach Wilde shit and playing these riffs. And I was like, oh. Why does why don't I sound like that then? Why don't I? Yeah. And uh, but yeah, that that guitar an encore strat copy, yep, first guitar. I mean, shit, like it. it and I I endorse this because I got this set up. Yeah, yeah, like obviously, as soon as I started having my uh, my lessons, it like you're around because my lessons were in groups. Other kids are coming in with like the old I- Ibanez RGs and stuff like that and. It's like, yeah, I want to play Metallica and I'm not going to get Metallica out of this. I just know it. You know, I, I want something that's sharp and pointy. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, my guitar teacher said, well, f- f- first things first, you're not going to be getting a new guitar anytime soon. Get your guitar set up. And that's why I still play this. The setup is still held on this. And it, it's, it's quite weird for me. Right. Because um, a lot of people know that my day job is a teacher guitar teacher that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, guitar teacher and, um, and uh i do all my lessons on this right so it's really weird how i started playing on this yeah. then what's even weirder is i taught at the place years many years later that i learned at right and moved away from there and now i do it on my own and now i have my first guitar that i teach on for all my lessons that are online via zoom and um, obviously, why, you would ask, when I've got all that on the wall behind me? Well, if there's a 70-year-old fella, which, which I have, um, who comes <laughs> on, who, who listens to Steely Dan and the Beatles, oh. yeah, and there's, there's me sat there with my long hair, my tattoos, and I've got a fucking Explorer on my lap, or a Flying V. Yeah, it's a little bit about presentation. This just isn't as scary. And for the kids as well, you know, yeah. a kid might be thinking, oh, cool. But it might be a little bit off-putting, you know, so this is nice and neutral, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a little bit weird for me that I managed to get this thing back. And now I teach yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, quite, it's quite strange. I like that. I like that story. It's a nice story. It's a nice story. Let me put it down. Yeah, put it down, bitch. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, as far as first guitars go, because my, my, at the time that I got that guitar, my brother got a first guitar as well, <clears throat> and he got yeah. um, uh, same from the same place, but it was a Yamaha, and it was like all like a Strat Strat style. It was all black, you know, sort of rosewood fretboard, blah blah blah. And I remember that thing was so cool. We, like, I used to love it more than the one I had because it used to. Mm. To me and my brother back then, we used to think it was like uh, like Kirk Hammett's KH2. So like yeah, at yeah, that yeah, time, yeah. we were watching like Cunning Stunts and all that. And we were like, oh, this is so cool. This yeah. is like the same as Kirk's. Yeah. So I would always sneak into his room, get his guitar and yeah. play his one. Uh, it, <laughs> do you know what? It was, it was strangely motivating because I thought, oh, this is like Kirk's guitar. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking yeah. play and play and play. Um, yeah. So that, that was a yeah. cool guitar as well. I, I played that quite a lot. Um, but the one, the one um, I had, it died. It went to the graveyard a long time ago. Uh, I can't remember what happened. It was just collecting dust somewhere, and then just fucking. Yeah. Uh, one day I was just like, "Nah, fuck it, sack it off and put it in the bin," which I kind of regret because like, it'd be kind of cool to still. <laughs> yeah, because it. it's your first guitar, yeah, yeah, you know. <clears throat> when I got reunited with that thing, I was I was so made up. 
Um, one thing that I will say um, that I've completely forgotten about, so just hold on. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I got it. Well, one thing that I will say is we, we don't... <laughs> Yeah, one thing that I will say is we don't even know we're born. I um, So we started off with these Strat knockoffs and stuff like that, which is cool. You need to do that. But I've just got a student um, who uh, she wanted to learn how to play guitar and her dad's got some guitars there. So she's using her dad's. And her first guitar is an SG loaded with EMG pickups. Wow. Oh, fuck yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember guitar. you said about that. I was like, as soon as she, because like, obviously I spoke to the mom on the phone. Yeah, I did lessons and stuff. And you, uh, you know, I've never met these people. You don't know them until I, I go online and start the meeting on Zoom. And she sat there with this SG. And I'm like, whoa, because I'm used to them coming with like the, the you know, these loots that parents yeah, yeah. get them. It's like, oh, yeah, they've got their guitar and the next like a baseball <laughs> band. It's an old classical <laughs> guitar and the strings, are, you know, so like it's that sort of up. And I was like, hang on a minute. Are those EMGs? Do do they say EMG on them? It's like, yeah, yeah, I think they are. It's like, wow, uh, man, what a cool guitar to start. Yeah, learning that's cool. On. Well, th- well, that kind of takes you to the story of like what a first guitar should be. Like yeah. people say, oh, you should get you know this because blah blah blah. But I mean, shit, if you can if you can afford a few hundred quid, get yourself a fucking dope ass first guitar. If you're like passionate about it and you know you're gonna want to do it, your first guitar doesn't have to be like a cheap piece of shit. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree there. What I would always say, especially to my students as well, I don't want to spend too much on a guitar. This goes for all guitars. Um, but I would say get yourself sort of mid-tier so you don't want to, because you're not wanting to spend a load of money. Factor in £50 into your budget to get your guitar set yeah. up. You could go and buy a fancy ESP Jackson, God, Gibson, <laughs> you know, fresh off, fresh, fresh off the factory line. And that don't mean shit. It does not mean it's going to play great. That Strat, that knockoff Strat is one of the best playing guitars I've yeah. got because it's been set up correctly. So there's a little bit of uh, yeah. some free advice from you, from your uncle, your uncle Jazz. Well, yeah, uncle 100%. Matt right there. Go get your guitar. Because set like up. you you could, you know, like I, I've spent like four, five, six hundred pounds on a guitar, and when it's turned up, it like it's just the setup has been horrible. And I think if you're a yeah. beginner and you're like, Oh, I really want to play guitar, you know, it looks so cool, but then you buy a guitar, you get it. If it's not set up right, although you don't know that, it's gonna be difficult to play, and that's gonna put you off playing guitar, and that's more likely gonna make you just think, Well, fuck this. I thought it was gonna be easy. But a, a, yeah. a good yeah, setup does go a long way even like now even if you're like uh for me when i go to my mate's house and his guitar he's always like he's got his guitar set up for a lot of lead playing so very very low action and mm. i find myself because my guitars are set up different they're not really set up for lead playing and i find when i go to his and i play his guitars my lead playing mm. improves because of how good it's set up yeah so, yeah. so a, a good setup yeah. on your guitar is going to a motivate you to play. It's going to be comfortable yeah. for you to play because a, a badly set up guitar is just a fucking train wreck, absolute train wreck. Yeah. Like I've been put off in the past when I've bought guitars in the beginning, and you know it wasn't set up properly, and it was just like, oh, why is it so yeah. difficult? But then when it was pointed out to me and it was fixed, I was like, well, fuck me, dead. That's 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 all it yeah. is. So. Whatever it costs, I mean, setups usually aren't that expensive, um, but it's 100% worth it. 
in in the end, you know, hundred percent. Um, there was something I wanted about say about the setup thing. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I endorsed the setup thing like one hundred percent. I remember um, because my guitar wasn't set up at the time, and uh, my guitar teacher was teaching me uh the intro solo to one. Yeah, and. You know the um after you've got past that deadle the part where it goes down that could not get it could not get it and I was trying and trying and trying he said right and he passed me his Ibanez actions like on top of the frets yeah you know strings are super low and he just said right like after like the thirtieth time of me trying to do it tried that he put that on my lap. And I just went, da 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 And I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, well, hey, that's a very expensive guitar, but that's not the point. He said, "That's it's been set up. Get your guitar set up. There's nothing more discouraging, and this is the problem I, I, I've had um, in my teaching career. It's like kids have come in and they really want to play, but their parents have bought them a guitar that's like terribly set up and so difficult to play. Yeah, and there's 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 just nothing more discouraging, like you said. You you're just not gonna want to pick up. You're not gonna want to practice. So whatever guitar you're going for, you know, whether it's like a and whatever music you're into as well. This is not just for the shredheads. You want low action, you know, you rhythm players and you funk players, you jazz players. I doubt there's any of them listening to this, but <laughs> there's anybody out there who who enjoys that sort of thing. Whatever it is you're into, whatever guitar you're buying, whether it's a a high end expensive guitar or, or something that's mid-tier or low-end get it set up it will turn it into something completely different and and the proof is in the pudding on that encore strat over there just slap some 9.5s on it balance everything out on the neck it plays like a dream yeah 100 percent. i think again a good along with a good setup string gauge does come into it i think for yeah, playability. It does. find what's right for you yeah 100 yeah. um you know so okay so uh so those were our first guitars. Uh, comment below what your first guitar was. Also, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on Spotify, come and follow us on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, go follow on Spotify. The link will be below. And uh, we love you very much. So moving on to... Um, so so there's a, there are our first guitars. Let us know down below what your first guitar was. Now moving on to, uh, to, to upgrading guitars. Right? From that yeah. first one, yeah? I've yeah, um yeah, I've got a yeah. pretty cool story that do you know what actually it almost makes me like tear up a little bit every time I tell this story. Okay. And um so if I do get a little bit emotional, a bit shaky in my voice, understand? I'm not a bitch. Um so I had that black encore, super <coughs> cool. And I'd been playing it for a few years and I started to improve, my playing got better, I got more into guitar and you know, I wanted to keep playing and it was obvious that mm. this had become like a huge part of my life and it wasn't just a hobby kind of thing. So I was talking to my parents one day and I was like, "Oh, cuz I was watching a lot of Zach Wild stuff at the time." And uh I was like, "Good education." Good education. Yeah. Started drinking yeah. at age 12. Yeah, started drinking then, funnily, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My first rehab visit was at age 13. <laughs> Shit, thanks, mum and dad. No, um, love you, mum and dad. Um, so, yeah, so I wanted a new guitar, and I said to them, I was just like, oh, you know, oh, oh, I really like this guitar. Look how cool this guitar is. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, we went to this guitar store, right? I'm so fucking gutted that it's not around anymore. It was called Surfing Monkey, right? surfing fucking monkey it was a huge warehouse 
right? You go in, there's just like, it's massive. There's guitars on the walls, guitars on stands. They had drums, the whole everything. And I remember my dad took me there one day and I went in and I was just like in heaven because I'd never been to a guitar store before. Yeah. So this was kind of like my first kind of time going in and they had loads of guitars. And I remember looking around, they had some Epiphones and I saw this one, I think it was a... I think it was by Jackson. I'm not entirely sure. It might have been, but it it was like this matte black, like explorer kind of shape, but it was all pointy mm. and fucking evil looking. Yeah. And uh, I saw that and I was like, "Whoa, look how cool that is!" <laughs> and uh, I played it, and uh, the, I remember the guy in, in the store was teaching me how to play. Uh, what was it? Uh, For whom the bell tolls in the store, yes. which was really cool. So that's where I started to learn that riff. And I was looking around, looking around, and I played that. I played a couple. Um, then I played this this Epiphone Les Paul Special 2, right? It was uh, it was like a, a cherry burst, cherry sunburst kind of thing. Um, mm. And I think as well at the time, what influenced that is obviously the Zach Wilde thing with the Les Paul. Uh, but we were also, me and my brother were also watching Use Your Illusion, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. So there was a lot of like slash in my life at the time. And uh, so I picked up this Epiphone Les Paul Special 2 and I looked at it and on the truss rod, uh, it said Gibson. And I was like, oh, dad, it says Gibson. That's so cool. Oh, my God. And uh, he's like, oh, do you want to play? I was like, yeah. So I played it. I was like, oh, it's really cool. Yeah, I really like this one. Finished up the whole day and uh, we left. And I, I remember the whole car ride home. I was like, oh, dad, it was so cool. I really like that guitar. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, I love playing. I love playing it. And um, <clears throat> I was just in love that it said Gibson on. You know, you know, yeah, you're a yeah, kid, you've got yeah. no money, your parents are by, it says Gibson, fucking game on. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember I went to school. I think it was around my birthday, um, 9th of December, if anyone wants to buy me a birthday card, just hit me up. Man, he gets all his Christmas presents and his birthday presents in one whack. There you go. There you go. God damn. Um, and yeah, I, I was at school, I came home from school, and I came upstairs, went into my parents, like, oh, there's something in your bedroom. I was like, what? I went upstairs, I opened the the bedroom door, and there it was. Standing there, in the middle of my bedroom, on a guitar stand, was this Epiphone Les Paul Special 2. Cherry Sunburst. And I, I remember, I was like, fuck me, I, I was so <laughs> excited. I, rem- I like Thinking back now, I can feel that excitement that I had when yeah. I got it and it was just stood there and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, it says Gibson. And, uh, mm-hmm. I fucking, I ran over to it. I picked it up and I was playing it and I still got it now. I've done a video on it. You've probably seen it on my channel. And, um, yeah, I played that thing. I learned so many cool shit, so much cool shit on that guitar. Yeah. A few of the things I remember learning. Am I evil? Seek and destroy. Nice. Um, you know, uh, velvet revolver, yeah um they had a song called fall to pieces uh not off the top of my head right I slither though so it had this like lead line and it was like and oh i know the one yeah my mate chris was trying to teach me that on it i remember learning that on that guitar and mate uh that guitar's been with me since then and i'll be honest it's still a fucking cool guitar right like i really set it up recently and a cool story with that guitar is a huge chunk of wood, right? It was on a wall hanger in my bedroom. And I had a bed. It had a metal frame. I was laying in bed one night. <laughs> 
just peacefully relaxing, <laughs> waiting to go to sleep. Just as I closed my eyes, the almighty thud no. came down. And I was like, wow, what the fuck was that? And uh, I got up and the guitar had come off the hanger. No. Uh, hit the corner of the bed. That's why that guitar now has got a massive dent in the bottom uh, of the body where it no. chipped the wood. Um, but I've still got it. It's fuck, It's a cool noodle guitar. I still pick it up today to noodle on it. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. £139 pounds of just pure chuggery doomage. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was my upgrade for, from the encore. Um, I love that story. Huge shout out, mum and dad, for hooking me up yeah. with that guitar. You're the best. Thank you for supporting my dreams and 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 accepting me for the for the loud, beer dwelling, ass wrangler that I am today. <laughs> who who lives in that room and never comes out? Yes, I do not they, leave. They put they put like food like like pizzas under the door. Yeah, and just they actually like installed <laughs> pizzas, a, pancakes, and pita bread. Yeah, they, they actually installed a prison door into my bedroom with a little hatch on, so they can just like feed me things through because I would never leave. Because when I got that guitar, I would I would not leave the room. I would play and play and play and play. Yeah. And uh, maybe I should do that now. I'm not disciplined anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but jazz, what 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 was your go to after that? Mine's a story of um, mine. I had no romanticism to it like yours. Mine's a story of uh, instant regret and uh, a constant search. Okay, right. Um, instant regret. <clears throat> that's I, always a, a good thing. I, I am. I am the guy who's constantly searching for the next thing. Yeah. My guitar teacher played Ibanez, and there was a kid in my class who had an Ibanez RG, uh, Ibanez RG three seventy DX low end Ibanez. Fuck Ibanez, man! Their fucking model e- names are so shit. Two two hundred and seventy quid off the shelf, I guess at the time. And there was this one. It was it was the one the other kid in the class had, and I just knew Kirk Hammett. Um, played black superstrats. My guitar teacher had a black superstrat had the bar on it and i wanted to do all that stuff the um the low slung big fat guitars thing hadn't kicked in for me just yet at that point right yeah so the whole low slung fuck off explorer flying v thing they're, they're my favorite shapes um but that hadn't kicked in at that point and you know you're influenced by what's around you and um i saved and saved and saved and my nan helped me out my nan's always supported me shout out to jazz's nan if you're watching this we love you. shout out to my nan i mean even to this day it's like she takes an interest with um she's like oh you're working towards that she still helps me out with like gear and stuff which is nuts because like she did because she knows it's been pretty much a lifeline for me guitars and stuff she knows i don't really like anything else um so she's always wanted to sort of be part of it, if that makes sense. Let's let's all give Jazz's nan an interactive hug right now. Yeah, let's get yeah. in there, guys. Get in her. there. Fair play to her. And um, I was after this Ibanez, and there was one in back alley, and I saved and saved and saved. When when I was Chester, uh, sorry, well, uh, the nearest city town to me where it was in the shop, and um, bought the thing, got it back, and <laughs> you know the first thing I did, <laughs> I knew I said to my nan, I need to get it set up. Because that was the rule back then. It was instilled to me early and it was super serious. You know, I was 15. Need to get this, this guitar set up. So I thought, I know what I'll do. Because my guitar teacher would do the setups. I thought, I know. I'll make it easy for him. So he does, you know, so like, because you all he required with a setup is obviously the money and a new, new pack of strings. Um, And it came with a floating bridge on it. Uh, Ibanez's Edge 3, which is a terrible tremolo. Okay. 
terrible floating bridge. <laughs> and I thought, I'll make it easy for him. Brand new Ibanez, right? <laughs> so, so I thought, I'll take all the strings off. <laughs> Just to make it easier for him. <laughs> and I remember I, I called him a second ago for a setup. I brought it around to him and he was like, what have you done? He's like, did it come like this? And obviously I wasn't on the wiser. He's like, did it come like this with no strings on? And I was like, no, 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 no. I took him. You took the. <laughs> He's like, do you understand? <laughs> but like you trying to explain it to me, I, I I couldn't understand because the thing with the springs in the back and you've got to get it level. It's a nightmare, especially with a bridge like that as well, which is like a low end. It's not a Floyd, you know, which is bomb roof. Um, anyway, so he said this is going to cost more than oh, shit. You know, the amount I quoted. So he like he quoted me, and it's weird that guitar was never right ever since, even even when he balanced it out. But by that point, when I started playing that guitar, I knew that this was not right for me, even though it had the really flat neck that I wanted because it was going to make bar chords easier, yeah? Even though it had the humbucking picket, pickups that was going to give me distortion, yeah? Uh, it, it, I From the get-go, it just wasn't right. Okay. And I remember being nothing but dissatisfied with that guitar. Yeah. I think as a guitar player, you know with a guitar... You know straight see, away. See, this is, yeah. this is a teachable moment, kids. Um, this is why I always say, when people ask me, oh, I'm, I'm tossing up between this guitar and this guitar, what should I get, what should I get? Go play and it. play it, because you yeah. might look at it and think, oh, fuck me, that's awesome. Oh, look, oh, I've seen videos, it sounds really good. But you go play it, and you see how you feel playing it. That's what's going to set oh. it for you, 100%. 100%. And I'll tell you, I learned the hard way with Explorers. I had an Explorer back in the day. We'll get to that in a bit. But like, I was okay with it back then because I was used to guitars that sat on my on my lap. Yeah. But after many years of playing Flying Vs, when I started to get back into Explorers again, because the Explorer probably is my favorite shape, I had a fucking nightmare, no matter how cool it looked, right? And it's the same thing. And the proof in the pudding with this one is Matt Tuck from Bought My Valentine. For any uh, Bullet fans out there, he's sporting a a Gibson Explorer custom at the minute. And in a recent interview, somebody said, oh, you've moved away from flying Vs and you're rocking this Explorer now. How are you getting on with it? And he was like, yeah. He's like, still kind of bonding with it because of the way it sits and stuff. And yeah, it's it's an absolute mindfuck. So yeah, so go, go and play it. If you've got your eye on something, I didn't go and play the Explorers that I wanted. I, um, or my first um, proper Explorer anyway. If you go and play it, you're going to know instantly whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's a <clears throat> huge teachable moment. If you are out there yeah. and you're looking to get a new guitar, if you can, if, like, the thing is, like, not everyone can go and try. Like, for me, example, there's no big guitar stores local that I can go and try a guitar out, right? So a lot of my guitars in back in the day, it was a gamble. It was just based yeah, on yeah. the way it Same. looks, the reviews Same. that I heard, yeah. you know. Like, when I f bought yeah. my first Explorer, because um, I was massively into the Les Paul shape. And I was like, yeah. oh, is it going to feel okay? Is it going to look good? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I bought an Explorer and fuck me, it, it felt good. So sometimes you have to gamble. But that's what fucking warranties are for. If it's shit and you don't like it, you send <laughs> it back. Um, but yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you can go try it. Same with like amps. Yeah. Yeah. Go same, try it out. Again. Go try it out. It's all how yeah. it bonds with you. Because you're the fucker that's going to yeah. be playing the fucking thing. If it doesn't sit right with you, you don't spend money on it. Fact. Yeah. 
the 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 amount of times I've had an email saying hi, I'm interested in lessons, blah blah blah. Um, could you please send me a link to the guitar I should buy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First thing I do is I say, "Have you got a number? I'll call you." And I call him. I explain to him. I say, "Listen." And this is this is the next good point as well for any of you who are looking at upgrading guitars. Oh, excuse me. That was very unsavory. That's the first time I've done that on this podcast. I'm Better sorry. out than in. I apologize. Matt, Matt is shameless. He'll just do that shit and rock it, but me, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, um, I say to them, go to a guitar store, explain your situation. They should be more than accommodating. Guitar stores are intimidating, especially for beginners. You go in there, you tell them what you want. Any more than if you were going to buy a car or fucking hell, a new coat. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the coat, you're not going to wear it. You know what I mean? So don't be forced into anything. And this is the next point of call. After, after you've decided what you enjoy, this is the next point. And it's really hard to do this. Don't be taken in the moment and don't feel pressure to buy. If that Les Paul or that Explorer sits right, but you know you've been looking at something online and it's a different color and you prefer it, do not feel pressured and obliged to buy. You will be lulled into it because it's on your lap and the guitar salesman's going, oh yeah, it's great, great. And if you put it into the neck position, you'll sound like clean tone James Hatfield and stuff like that. Don't, it's just don't get caught up because I guarantee, yeah, if, if you hold, you'll get something that's truly right for you. Go to a guitar shop. Shop. Go, yeah, go to a guitar um, shop. <laughs> go to a guitar shop to get the general feel. Hundred percent. Yeah. Then go home. Have a think about it. Hell, go to a different guitar shop. Take the the trip out somewhere else that's got different guitars and try those and weigh them up against yeah. each other. I mean, getting it, getting a you guitar know? like your first guitar or a new guitar. It's like getting a tattoo, right? Yeah, like, yeah. The thing's gonna life, be you know, with you, for, right? With and you need anyway. to you yeah. need to be happy with it. You need to like it. <clears throat> and um, and that was my problem because I, I I went with what people had. And do you know what the bitch of it was? Um, with the RG that that horrible Ibanez yeah, yeah. I owned, I remember getting that, and then a couple of uh, so I was on par with the guy who was in my lessons with me. This this other lad who was a nice guy with the uh, the same the same guitar. <laughs> a couple of weeks later, he came in with a Steve Vai jam. <laughs> And I was just like looking over and I was like, you son of a bitch. I've just caught up and now you've got it. Yeah. So it's, it, and I, and that reinforced my, my hate for that guitar. I, I absolutely hated it. Um, so yeah, so I, I guess that takes us on to the, uh, the next stage, which is growing from there. Guitars that you buy with a little bit more, um, a little bit more education, a little bit more of an idea of what you want because your plane's starting to come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was that for you? What as what as I was kind of advancing in my playing. Yeah. I when, to... when, yeah, yeah. When you right. knew, right, I'm ready to okay. move on now to something else. Right. So I had like, when I mentioned that Epiphone, I had that. Then I moved on and I got a, like another Les Paul copy. It's like a black one. A company called Nevada, got it off eBay. Didn't you set that on fire? Yeah, I set it on fire. Um, but that had my first set of EMGs Fan in. Fanboy. Yeah. Fanboy. The, uh, <laughs> uh, the the first set of Zach Wilde EMGs I ever bought. The first set of EMGs. Nice. 
Um, so I got that, but obviously, like I like that guitar was with me for a long with me for a long time, like through college and shit. Um, but as I was like, I was improving, I was getting into it. And I was like, fuck, this is this is my thing. This is the one thing I know how to do, like well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that the first ever kind of like high end guitar that I invested in. Which I actually I did sell, and I'll tell you why. Um, but I bought uh, an ESP LTD EC four hundred one in satin yeah. black with gold hardware, gold binding. Right. Nice. So I bought that. That's quite. It was like f- fucking hell, four four hundred quid, four hundred something quid between four five hundred mm-hmm. quid. And I was like, okay, this has got EMGs in. You know, this is a yeah. huge upgrade. You know, like go. quality wise, company wise. You know, and um. I got it and I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. You know, I got this Les Paul shape, but it's kind of like cooler because that kind of pointed little cutaway. Yeah, 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 right. You on know, the bottom, EMGs. It was satin black. It was it was just yeah. cool. It was very Metallica. Yeah. Um, and I had that for a long time. I did. A, I learned a lot of. I my playing progressed a lot with that guitar because it came. It was set up great. It was in tune. It was amazing. Um, yeah. I played a shitload of time. I, the, that's the guitar that I... Le- My beard keeps getting caught on the microphone. <laughs> um, I got... <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Uh, subscribe Who's and follow... Who's laughing on, now? Yeah, subscribe and follow <laughs> on Spotify. Um, so that guitar, I had that. That was actually the guitar that I learned uh, Lords of Summer on. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. And uh, that through the Black Star TVP 100 was just a fucking recipe for absolute chug structure. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I had that guitar for a long time. And uh, that's the guitar. Remember the video that I did about um, how to clean a satin finish guitar? Oh, and you fucked the finisher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I had no idea, right? <laughs> I sprayed some polish on it and I started wiping it. I was like, this ain't right. And it was left <laughs> with this like shiny patch on the fucking. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. no, nah, this ain't right. Um, but I loved that guitar. It was great. But I did sell it, and here's why. Actually, no, I can't. Because you fucked up the finish, yeah. and you thought, I'll yeah. force it on some poor motherfucker who doesn't know any better. Absolutely. <laughs> no, do you know what? I actually can't remember why I sold it, like the reason why. But there was something about that guitar that I didn't like, right? And that yeah. the, that reason has stuck with me through future guitar choices, right? Yeah. It was 24 frets. Yeah, I don't like twenty-four frets. That's two frets too many. Okay. Yeah. I just can't. It throws me off massively, and yeah. the pickups were like really close together, and for yeah. me it just felt really uncomfortable because they, yeah. I don't know why. I, I, there was just something that it didn't work for me, and for, I sold that. And from then on, I kind of made it a rule to only go twenty-two frets because that just felt right, and the pickups aren't so fucking close together. Because it was yeah, so uncomfortable. Yeah, but that guitar is really cool. Um, and it's kind of cool now to have kind of like the full-blown ESP kind of version of that. That's what I was going to say. You've got the proper version of yeah, that now. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the E2. The, the Eclipse, right? The ESP. The E2, that's right. Yeah, the E2. And I uh, fucking love that guitar. But yeah, so so that was my first kind of real high-end guitar I got. And I loved it. I absolutely fucking love the thing. When I was at college, there was a guy that had an EC1000 that was yeah. sat in black with gold hardware, and I always yeah. used to play that too. But yeah, the, the 24 frets and the pick, they, like I said, the pickups were like that far apart, yeah? It was just too close, it and it so just weird. it felt weird. I didn't, it just, it didn't feel right for me. 
didn't feel yeah. i don't know why i'm doing this i've kind of oh. uh but yeah so that was my first high-end guitar um what about you Where, what was your first kind of step into the high-end kind of world you know it's like right i've sold loads of drugs for the man down the road <laughs> i got the money what am i gonna get okay so after that came um not more disappointment but maybe a step backwards but i was happy right if that makes there sense. seems to be a lot of disappointment in your journey jazz there's a lot of disappointment in my life man i feel you bro. With you i feel you bro you know i feel you <laughs> And that's why we have yeah. booze. So, if you're yeah, having a tough we, day. If, if you're having a rough day. <laughs> if you feel like your life is... Toss back a couple of cold beverages. If, if you feel like your life is nothing but a disappointment, <laughs> listen to this podcast and jump on the booze yeah. wagon with us. Yeah, and it's a true. I, drink. Cheers. I, I was living in a bush shelter and then Matt said, would you like to do this podcast with me? And that was the... Yeah. After many bad guitars, that was the first shining light that yeah. happened. For I live me. to serve. If I can, be, if I could do that one yeah. thing to, you know, pull pull you out of the bus shelter. Mm. Uh, but seriously, if you are actually living in a bus shelter, watching this on your phone, um, don't worry, we'll sort you out. Then how are you paying your mobile tariff? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> don't, don't be all fake homeless and shit. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be. Like, turn it off. Turn it off right now. Yes. Stop listening. Well, no, listen to this first and turn it off. Shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, and you fucking give us a like and share. Yeah, yeah. You fucking, yeah, you fake homeless fuck. Right. Anyway. Um, so anyways. Um, oh, God. So my next step was uh, my ES. Well, no, it was an LTD. I, I was hell bent on, on Hetfield at that point. And what does Hetfield play? Explorers. Bitchy. Oh, Explorers. So, um, I was, I was, yeah. And ESP, obviously, uh, I was looking around forever and I was like, why can't I get one of those white ones that he plays? Gibson Lawsuit, MX220s, 250s, and stuff like that. And then the custom ones are built for him. Uh, Ken Lawrence, well, Mr. Lawrence will build you one of them if you've got six grand in your back pocket. So that was another. If you've got a spare kidney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I knew I wanted an explorer and, um, I went on the ESP website and I was looking high and low for his shape and I was like, I don't get it. He plays these having no knowledge of how it works and stuff, you know? Um, and those first ones were like custom builds for him, you know, ESP took those guys in and they gave him precisely what they wanted, you know, like, uh, I think it was Scott Ian who got Kirk into ESP and stuff like that. And Kirk put his first guitar together. Um, Anyway, so uh, I wanted an Explorer, and I came across the EX line, which I fucking hate now. I absolutely hate them. Um, I, but at the time, for me, it was like, oh, no, this is cool. This is an Explorer. This is all I can get. Didn't like the Apophon ones because they looked kind of too... They just didn't look appealing back then. They had the well, well, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Hetfield ones, they kind of had that point to them, didn't they? I think yeah, that yeah, was appealing. Yeah, they were appealing. just the right yeah. line. They were just... They were just and the big fuck off headstock and all that sort of stuff. So I found the e ESP uh, EX series. Now, you had a couple of those. You had the 50s, which was low end. You had the 260s, which were the mid-tier. And then you had the 400s at the time. It's 401s now, but back then you had the 400s. And the 400 was nothing I could afford. The 260, I was like, yeah, one day I'll own. I'll, I'll save the money. But then I saved, I was a sellout in a way because I saved up enough money to buy an EX50 in black. Right. 
and I ordered that and I was like, fuck it. I just want my Explorer. I've saved. Yeah. And that's it. You know, it's a lot of money back then. Oh, whatever it was, 100 and, uh, 180, 199 quid. They came and you know what? I was I was pleased as punch. I was so happy because I could power stance with it. Can't power stance with a super strat, right? I remember the first time I heard um I, I remember like uh trying like playing Harvester of Sorrow with my earphones in, like trying to power stance like Hetfield with my super strat. Just doesn't feel the same. And I knew at that point I like big fat guitars, right? So that ESP came and I had that for many, many, many years. And I remember thinking to myself, ah, oh, the neck's quite thick on this thing because it was bolt on. And I was thinking, I know what I'll do. I'll just upgrade the neck on it. So I remember searching high and low. I was on there on the keyboard and I was typing away, ESP EX uh, 400 neck. And I was looking high and low for a hundred. And I didn't know about set necks or neck throughs. I thought you, they all came with a different yeah, neck yeah. so you could just bolt it on. Um, but I had that thing for many years. I sold it to uh, to an old friend of mine. Um and then that's after that, that's when I made the upgrade, which was my first real guitar. Right. Which was the Dave Mustaine Dean Viamento. Right. Which I will stand by till this fucking day. And I'm the only reason I sold that was to get the Matt Tuck BC Rich, which I don't regret. I don't regret that. As far as I'm concerned, that's that's yeah, that's the ultimate for me. Um but yeah, that that was my first upgrade. I, basically, what happened was um, I was in sixth form at the time, and I was I wanted a Flying V because I got into Bullet My Valentine and they played Flying Vs and stuff like that. And I knew my EX50 wasn't good. I just knew it wasn't good at all after many years of playing it. And um, I just knew I wanted the next. You know, it's just yeah. in you. You want the next progression. Yeah, yeah. And um, I went to the music shop because you had free breaks in sixth form um, or free lessons even. So I just went up town. Went to the music shop and there was this VMNT. I knew Dave Mustaine was, obviously. Never listened to Megadeth before or anything like that. But this big black V sat on the wall. And I was like, oh, they've got one of those. And it's 570 quid. Brand new. And it's, Matt's laughing here because he's thinking, fuck Dave. But I'm thinking, I just saw a big fuck off V. Why are you laughing, Matt? <laughs> I was like, uh, I, <laughs> I think, I think, I think it was just when you said big black V. Really, Matt? I'm sorry. Fucking hell. <laughs> Stop ruining the story. Look, all right, okay, all right. Big black V on the wall that isn't funny. Go. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a big black V on the wall, and I knew what it was, and I picked it off the wall. And um, I took a chance because I, I got like my thirty pound a week EMA back then, which is what you had as a student. And um, I uh, I said, "Oh, I don't, I don't suppose you do these on finance, do you?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, of course we do. You pay it off, and it's yours." So I said, "Right, here's thirty pound." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, honestly, I said, I'll, "I'll be right back." I went to the cash point, drew thirty pound out, and said, "There you go." He printed off a receipt. That was it. And every single week, when I would get my money, that would come out. It either went on. The whole of it was was that, or the rest went on a subway, and then they get twenty quid. But um, <laughs> paid and paid and paid and paid and paid and paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steak and cheese, absolutely love it uh, with the southwest sauce. Subway. If you want and, to sponsor um, this podcast, hook us up. Yeah, do it. Um, We're a huge fan of the twelve inches. And then, <laughs> yeah, we are. And then when uh, when we when I got when I finally at the end paid that thing off because obviously like I had a little bit of help and my nan helped me out with it. But it took many months to pay that thing off. And I thought, well, I might as well wise myself up to what I'm getting. That's how I got into Megadeth, just like watching stuff online. Um, 
And then I got that thing home, came in the hard case, and I just knew it was like, compared to all the other guitars that I owned, it was like premium shit. It was like a good for. It had the active pickups in it, the live wire, Seaman Duncan. That guitar was with me for a long time. If you go on my Instagram, you can scroll back and see a, a very sort of a old video of me when I was like 16 playing it on stage. And yeah, that was a very, very, very special guitar for me. Do you know what? I think that's uh, like if here's a hit, another teachable moment. Shit, mate, we, we could just start life lessons on this fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's, As a matter of fact, let's start a Patreon. Yeah. You get these if you sign up for our Patreon. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, we should like start going on tour doing life lessons. Um, sure. But what you said about on finance, finance for me has been a huge thing with a lot of the guitars that I have. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, and through the years of guitars, because I'm not the kind of person that can save up, you know, a grand, over a grand. Like, I just can't do it. I'll have to spend my money too much. Um, so finance is a huge, huge saver when you want something, right? If, if you've got a job, yeah. You got good credit. You want a guitar that's like one, two, three, four, five grand. Get it on finance. Make it more manageable. That's where you yeah. can come to the loud and proud finance department. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give us everything. And God forbid you miss a payment. Oh, oh, wrap around there with a baseball yeah. bat. <laughs> you, do you remember the last podcast? We were talking about sneaking into your bed while Jazz is tickling your toes yeah, and I'm the, dunking my nuts in your mouth. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's going to become a reality. You don't want that. Make but your yeah. payments on time. Um, but it's a huge <laughs> lifesaver. It's a, it's a definitely good option. So consider yeah. that if you think, oh, cool, I don't have the money. Totally. But if you've got a job, yeah. go for finance, man. That's I've pretty much got all my guitars on finance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, cool, that's a cool story, though. I like that. Look at you being yeah. all little and... Just he's adorable, isn't he? Can we get some love for Jazz being all adorable? He's such a dwarf. <laughs> so guys, there we go. That is episode mate, episode seven. Um I'm seven. having a good time. You having a good time, Jazz? Yeah, I'm having the best. People time watching, life, listening, you having a good time? Let us know down below. Um episode yeah. seven, discussing the 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 beginning of it all for us. You know, our first guitars and all that cool shit. Um, I've had a good time. Let us know down below in the comments what your first ever guitar was and the story mate give us a fucking essay in the comments yeah give us something to read while we're pooping um about your whole story because people know that people know i read all your comments i reply to everyone yeah um so give us a story yeah. give us something to read while we're taking a dump and yeah i, I mean absolutely because it's just like obviously i read all these comments as well you know so like we are genuinely interested yeah like in in what you guys have, have your stories and stuff like that we, we really enjoy it so 100%. let us know if you're uh, if you're watching this on youtube you not follow us on spotify the link will be below go hit that follow on spotify so you can listen to it when you're doing whatever you do when you're not in the house you know if you're driving <laughs> um you're driving you and go. drinking follow, follow us <laughs> and uh, tell all your friends to follow us as well because we are uh, we are the hype i made a, a, a playlist for this called the hypest podcasts in the game okay um because that's what we do so yeah so this is obviously part one we're going to do a part two where we move on to yeah. our more high-end guitars and you know yeah. the guitars that got away and maybe you know what we're looking forward to getting in the future because it never stops when you're a guitar player Absolutely. there's always another fucking thing you want um yeah so episode seven if you're not subscribed to jazz go subscribe to him now because i will come and put my balls in your mouth 
Nothing to do with that's me. That's all that me. One. That's a that's personal all me, vendetta. Right? That's all me. I'll take full responsibility. Um, just, just, just wait. Just let me. Let me pop a fresh one for all of you okay. ASMR fans out there. Oh, I fall asleep. You've to got it a, you, you've got a, a Matt the Riffmaster Chug V and a Black Star, but then you've also got. Uh... <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> We're going to be talking about ESP guitars. Vagina. You are. If you don't have a drinking <laughs> problem, you're going to. You are one. good enough. You are good enough. <laughs> you can own. Yeah, I can go near to ear now, like by normal. You can own the ESP of your dreams. Just suck loads of cock. That's fine if. That's fine if you don't like ESP. Jackson is a good. No, just go and get a Granger guitar made. Jackson yes. guitars are fucking terrible. Subscribe to the Loud and Proud podcast. And subscribe to our YouTube channels and drink loads of beer. Steal your dad's credit card and join my channel memberships. If, if you if you think you have a drinking problem, that's fine. We're here with then you. Then why we're in this together? Um, touching on channel memberships, <laughs> if you are not a channel member, come and join my channel memberships where you get to see the, the behind the scenes kind of like uncut raw shit of me in the studio, what I do before videos or if I'm out being a complete dick somewhere. You can come and see that. So hit that join button. If you don't see the join button, there's a link below where you can become an official VIP member. <laughs> Harassing guitar shops. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> let me let me play that guitar. I'm not going to fucking yeah. buy it, but just let me Look, play it and do a video. It's content, bitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, episode seven. This was a good one. Always, always fun to hang out with Jazz and you guys. I think in the uh, in always. a few episodes coming up, we should get Jack, one of my members, on. Yeah, Jack, if you're watching it. this, Absolutely. get ready, son. Get ready for the absolute yeah, onslaught that we are going to put you through. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got to earn it. <laughs> you got to earn it, bitch. Um, guys, you guys are awesome. This has been fun. Episode seven. Stay tuned for next week. It'll be coming out. It's out now. But next week we'll do the the part two where we carry on rambling about yeah. guitars because fuck, we can go on forever. And yeah. in true, loud and proud, Riffmaster family fashion, raise your beverages. <laughs> and here he comes bringing more beverages <laughs> guys you rock Riffmaster family for life loud and proud family for life tell all your friends about us and come and drink and what you could do is actually invite all your friends come hang out all together listen to us on a Wednesday mm. and we can all hang out and That's get it. weird together yeah there we go as always rock out be awesome. Let's chug out our beverages. And see ya. See ya. Yeah.